Enjoying this episode of The Late Show Pod Show? Then head to cohst.app slash late show or visit the link in the description to fill out our quick two-minute survey all about getting to know you. Ships at Sea to the Late Show. I'm your host, Stephen Colbert. First of all, John, uh-huh, uh-huh. we made it. Yep. Happy Friday. Friday. Happy Friday, everybody. In the vibe. I didn't think it. I woke up today thinking, is this still Thursday? <laughs> Turned out it's Friday. Hope you all have weekend plans. Joe Biden certainly does because tomorrow is his birthday. So. There you go. There you go. So, if you, if you see him, be sure to sing Happy Birthday, but leave off the, how old are you now? Just, just don't ask. Joe uh, hasn't blown out the candles yet, but I'm pretty sure I know his wish. Better poll numbers. And, of course, more wishes. Always wish for more wishes. That's how I got this gig. I don't think. Here's the thing. I don't think Biden gets enough credit for the things he does accomplish. Case in point, look at this headline about his infrastructure bill from CNN. Americans aren't feeling relief from Biden's big Washington victory. He signed the infrastructure bill on Monday. (laughs) It's Friday. This is what the Internet shopping has done to us. Oh, excuse me. Excuse me, I ordered a suspension bridge. (laughs) And it has not arrived yet. I clicked two-day delivery. Can I speak to America's manager, please? (laughs) Go get America's manager, please. I'll wait. I'm recording you. No, I'm recording you right now. Mm. To get... To get in the party mood for his birthday, Biden met up with two of his pals, Mexican president and bank manager telling your grandma, but how could a young lady like you need a retirement account? (laughs) Andre Manuel Lopez Obrador and Canadian prime minister and poetry professor who swears his new beard has nothing to do with his divorce. (laughs) Justin Trudeau. Yesterday, the three North American leaders got together for a meeting that's informally called the Three Amigos Summit. (laughs) Slightly questionable as a name, Still better than Trudeau's suggestion, menage a trois. <laughs> and they have, to do it, they have to do it in French and English. I see. The three leaders addressed a series of issues that have caused tension among neighbors, specifically the Sean Mendez Camila Cabello breakup. <laughs> Lot to negotiate there. We're all upset. He's Canadian, she's American. Which nation gets custody of his abs? <laughs> it may be Joe Biden's birthday, but he's the one giving out all the gifts. 
because you may remember that uh, the Pfizer pharmaceutical company has a new pill that they say can reduce hospitalizations from COVID by 89%. Well, now the Biden administration has bought enough pills for 10 million people. It's raining pills, Jack. That's right. Come on in here. That's right, I'm the candy man. I'm a candy man. Uncle Joe, here's your COVID pens dispenser. Okay? <laughs> Just tilt my head back and come out my neck. <laughs> disturbing image. It's a disturbing image. <laughs> there now, there's, there's just one problem with this pill it only works if you take it. And the people who will need to take it, by and large, are anti vaxxers. So the administration is getting ahead of conspiracy theories by renaming it Dr. Lindell's Magic Horse Elixir, <laughs> now with anti-5G flavor crystals, guaranteed to keep your cousin's friend's balls exactly the same size you know and love. The administration is also handing out vaccines to kids. And that's going better than anyone expected. In fact, nearly one in 10 younger U.S. children got a coronavirus shot in the first two weeks of vaccine eligibility, which represents... That's right, I agree. Which represents a faster uptake than when adults were initially offered coronavirus vaccine shots. Well, that makes sense. Kids aren't on Facebook. You tell them the vaccine will make them magnetic, they're like, awesome! Mom, can you use me to put my drawings up on the fridge? That's the fridge. That's the fridge right here. I'm a child. Now, not everyone is excited about vaccinating children. Conservatives are, for some reason, still upset that Sesame Street's Big Bird tweeted that he received his COVID-19 vaccine. He got his shots from the count. You need one, two, three, three boosters. Ah, 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 ah. Where's my lightning? Where's my lightning? Where's my lightning? One of the guys who's most upset is conservative pastor and prison talent show hypnotist Mario Murillo. Murillo said this about Big Bird promoting the vax. This is the most demonic thing I've seen in a long time. Repent, for lo, I saw a beast rise up out of the sea, an eight-foot-tall canary on roller skates, who taught me my letters and how to share my toys. It's the work of the devil. It's the... What's crazy about this is that Big Bird promoting vaccines is nothing new. Back in 1972, Big Bird was telling kids, don't wait, vaccinate. But hey, what do I know? Maybe the show has changed since the 1970s. Is Sesame Street some kind of hellhole now? <laughs> Let's check in on today's episode. These are the Guy John! Yes. John Baptiste! Hey! <laughs> That's right. John, John, tell me, you, you were over there. What's it like over there? Is it full of hell spawn? Well, Stephen, the letter D is for definitely not. <laughs> and don't dare call Big Bird a demon, doofus. Thank you, John. 
Message has to be sent. I don't like that. Big Bird is my boy. There's a lot to feel hopeful about right now. Kids are getting vaxxed. It's been a beautiful fall day here in New York City. Okay. Really, really feels like things are looking up. What else is going on in the news? Oh, in Maryland, they found a case of rare contagious monkeypox. <laughs> monkeypox is a pretty rare disease, but it spreads easily because it's transmitted through large respiratory droplets. So that means it's airborne. And, and I'm being told we have footage of the monkeypox spreading. Now, before you get out the Lysol and start wiping down your monkey, <laughs> you should know that although monkeypox is in the same family of viruses as smallpox, it causes milder symptoms. Okay, so it's scary, but it's no smallpox. In other news, workers in a Pennsylvania lab discovered frozen vials marked smallpox. <laughs> Hey, no smallpox until you finish your monkeypox. <laughs> Apparently, these vials of deadly contagion were found while cleaning out a freezer. Oh, been there. <laughs> it's late. You're digging around in the freezer for a treat. All you can find is an expired hungry man, an old chicken burger, and a biological weapon. <laughs> Just throw it out. You're never going to make a chicken burger. <laughs> well, Various poxes aside, at least the world's safe from swarms of cannibal crabs. What's that? 50 million cannibal crabs have descended on Australia, which, given what I know about Australia, is a lot of cannibal crabs. Very few cannibal crabs. The perfect amount of cannibal crabs. Australia is terrifying. There's so many crabs, they've actually shut down roads. Let's see. Holy crab fest for a limited time at Red Lobster. <laughs> now, I know you have some questions like, ah, and crabs. But this crowd of crabs is perfectly normal. They're heading to the ocean to mate and spawn. But the crab's cannibal side comes out when babies returning from their first ocean migration are feasted on by adults as part of their diet. Oh. So it's a form of birth control, which makes sense. If you're a crab, using those claws to put on a condom is pretty awkward. <laughs> Hang on, Diane. <laughs> There's only one solution for this crisis. The Australian Air Force needs to carpet bomb those crabs with Old Bay seasoning and drop me in there with a super soaker loaded with drawn butter, a bib, and a tiny hammer. That road will be clean by Monday. We got a great show for you tonight. Coming up, meanwhile. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Happy Friday, John. Happy Friday. Happy Friday. Friday. Happy Friday. Man, love y'all out there. John, I tell you, I uh, love y'all. Thanks, Thank everybody. You. Please have a seat. 
John, you know who's here tonight is the one, the only, the multi-talented, the dynamic dynamo himself, Mr. Kevin Hart is here. Kevin Hart, living legend. Big star. Living legend. Absolutely. Kevin Hart, that's a that's an honest to God huge star. Yeah. Huge, huge, huge star. He does stand up in stadiums. Fifty-five thousand people. That's by yourself on stage. That is more than this. That, <laughs> but viewers at home, though, we got viewers at home. We do have viewers at home. That's true. We have like twice this much. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, he's always a joy. He was always a joy. Hey, John, did you have a good time over at Sesame Street? Oh my goodness, it was. Incredible, more than a good time. It was a revelation. It's the reason why, one of the reasons why I do this is to be a part of energy that's that pure and righteous. So I loved it. That's it. Pretty great. Pretty great. I, uh, just to throw out my own bona fides there, I was also, I also did a Sesame Street project. Okay. I was uh, Sesame Street A to Z. I was the letter Z. Ah. You know, they brought, I brought it home. You yes, know. I was the closing act in the That's alphabet. right. A lot of responsibility. What does Z stand for? Uh, it, I was very, my character, the Z, yeah. was very upset because there were so few things that began with Z <laughs> that were at the mall where we were shooting because there yeah. were no zebras there. I was going to say. And xylophone, of course, yeah. begins with an X. X. You know, which yeah. I find out in the video, and I'm embarrassed, yeah. I would say. Like... But then I find out that I'm also in a pizza of pizza twice. Ah, you know? see, and that's, that... that's what brings it home for me. That's the emotional yes. arc of and my every... character right there. That's right. Also, I want to point out that it, wearing a costume of the letter Z mm -hmm. is very painful. <laughs> because <laughs> my spine, my spine did this. Wow. You had to, I had to bend inside. I was like this to get in the Z. Yeah. How do you keep the structure of the Z? What do you mean? No, I, I, the Z structure was fine. My spine had to go into the Z shape. So you, oh my I had goodness. to a little, have a little physical therapy halfway through the day. Oh my goodness. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, you know, you got to dig down deep. Yeah. For Sesame right. Street, you got to want it. Yeah, you got to stay. Don't just let all... anybody come over there. Mm-hmm. Right. That's right. Oh, this, oh, this special thing. Do you dig? Right. <laughs> Folks, if you watch the show, you know I spent a lot of time right over there tenderly clipping the newsiest, most fragrant tea leaf buds of the day, gingerly laying them to dry by the light of the rosy-fingered dawn, painstakingly steeping them to perfection in the most topical of fresh water gathered from the nation's news reservoir, before ceremoniously serving to you the antioxidant-rich elixir of bespoke tisan that is my nightly monologue, but sometimes... Sometimes, folks, after a bender on absinthe and Mountain Dew Code Red, I sweat myself awake, hovered over a vat of blistering sewer runoff. I add to the gurgling pot of nightmares, whatever the voices demand, scraps of wet trash can lettuce and band-aids from the community pool, then using an old gym sock I found at the Hoboken YMCA. I strain it all into a disused gasoline container to offer you the scalding hot, demented demon tonic of news that is my segment. This right here. Ali Ali Oxen Free. It's gonna be okay. It's gonna be okay. Meanwhile, on Saturday, Michigan coach Jim Harbaugh's pants caught fire during the Michigan Penn State game. Happens all too often. That's why they always have to be ready to put the coaches out. <laughs> Apparently, Harbaugh stood too close to a space heater, which caused the fire 
Uh, he described the moment in an interview. All of a sudden, Dalen Baldwin said, Coach, your pants on fire. I go, huh? <laughs> your pants on fire. I looked down and, oh my gosh, pants on fire. Uh, so, hey, a little coaching point to Dalen Baldwin. If somebody's on fire, man, <laughs> like, hey, coach! Now, to be fair, that college football player isn't being paid to be a fireman <laughs> or a football player. <laughs> Meanwhile, Meanwhile, a bunch of people just rode horses to a McDonald's drive-thru. Uh, yeah, I'll take a number four with a small Coke and 1,500 of those little apple slices. <laughs> the ride happened in Cyberjaya, a city in western Malaysia known as the country's version of Silicon Valley. So no matter what country you're in, Silicon Valley bros are exhausting. <laughs> Meanwhile... The young have struck again because Gen Z has declared blonde hair as chuggy. And A-listers such as Gigi Hadid, Florence Pugh, and Hailey Bieber have ditched their straw-colored do's and gone brunette. And they look pretty cool doing it. But, of course, true Gen Z style icons were brunette all along. Catch my drip, fam. I'm a bop, TBH. <laughs> and does the carpet match the drapes? <laughs> Nobody wants to know, I won't tell you. Meanwhile, they're hardwood floors. Meanwhile, <laughs> beloved, <laughs> what is wrong with you? You said you wanted to be in comedy. <laughs> Meanwhile, beloved cast member from The Office, B.J. Novak, has a face. There it is. Well, now, that face is on products worldwide, and he's not sure why. <laughs> People stealing celebrities' faces to sell stuff is very common. And this is true. A few years ago, an Iranian clothing company used my image to sell suits. I never should have done that stock photo gig in Tehran. But I was young and hungry, and they paid in pistachios. <laughs> but BJ's being used to push all kinds of weird stuff, like this line of Uruguayan flag face paint, <laughs> these electric razors, and these European knee-length <laughs> ponchos. Well, I'll say, I will say this. Knee is the perfect length for ponchos. <laughs> not too long, not too short, but you still feel like you're wearing a hot, wet garbage bag. <laughs> and you'll notice it's the same photo of Novak on all these products. That's because apparently someone uploaded it to a website where it became part of the public domain. And it's the internet, so it's spread out of control. Normally, an image doesn't enter public domain for 120 years. That's why in 2020, the hottest product was the Big Bill McKinley Air Fryer. <laughs> so good, an anarchist will assassinate you for it. Coming up, Kevin Hart. I'm Rachel Martin. After hosting Morning Edition for years, I know that the news can wear you down. So we made a new podcast called Wild Card, where a special deck of cards and a whole bunch of fascinating guests help us sort out what makes life meaningful. It's part game show, part existential deep dive, and it is seriously fun. Join me on Wild Card wherever you get your podcasts. Only from NPR. Much 
much appreciated. Much appreciated. <laughs> Thank you. Wow. Insane. It feels, I, I gotta be honest, man, that feels so good. It feels, uh, it, it's, I don't even think you guys know. How, how much you just made me smile. It's been so long since I've had the audience uh, interaction and just seeing people again, seeing their faces, man. Yeah. That's special. Very special. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, it's dope. Someone turns on an air conditioner in your life when you yeah. hear that from a crowd. Yeah. Thank you for being here. We Thank appreciate you. you being here. You're I a damn you. big star, man. Damn right and you're I very am. busy. Yeah. That's right. Damn That's right, right I am. You've been doing you've been you've been doing all the shows and we're mm -hmm. glad to be on the cavalcade. Yes. But I got to ask you a question. <laughs> I I want to know what are the covid precautions you run into at different places you go oh. to cuz we try to be safe here. Yeah. How would you compare our our protocols to other places? What's it like you, out there? Well, right now, you know, I'm on promo tour so the craziness is in seeing how everybody is different, right? Okay. Uh, you know, I went to the, to the Today show. Mm -hmm. That was the first one. Um, that was like going to um, what is it called? Jail. Um, yeah, yeah. They scrub yeah, you down. Yeah, no, you it, was, it was tough. Yep. Uh -huh. uh, it was at one point I asked him, I was like, y'all didn't know I was coming, right? Like it was like fingerprints. I'm talking a prick of blood. Sure, I, was, sure. I, I mean, they put some over my face and I don't know what it is. They sprayed me and they think I don't know. <laughs> it was bad. I said, what is that? Was it rain? I don't know what that was. Uh, I got done there and then I went to, um, the other one was, uh, I went to go do Kelly and uh, Ryan. Sure. And you know, that one's crazy because they're, they're living a lot here. So backstage, well, backstage, they're all talking to you. But then we got out on the stage and they act like they never talked to me back there. They were like, whoa, we don't shake hands. I was like, you damn we just hugged in the back. So uh, that was We tough. just made news. Yeah, yeah. yeah that, that just was made news right now. Uh, <laughs> we, that is an exclusive. Yeah, that's an that's exclusive. That's a late show exclusive right <laughs> but there. But the good thing is they know, they know I'm crazy enough and I called them all out on it. But, you know, I get it. I get it. Everybody is trying to figure it out and, you know, they're trying to figure out the best way to get back to the world of norm. And I think, you know, there's some, there's some, uh, there's some hypersensitive, uh, you know, tension in how to do it and progress. But I've been traveling and, you know, it's weird because different places, some places didn't even know that we were in a pandemic. I was in... I'm, I, I'm yeah, from South Carolina. Yeah, I know I, exactly what you mean. I, I, I went to Wichita and I was talking to somebody and I was like, it's crazy, the whole pandemic. And he's like, what's that? And I said, what? <laughs> I, I said, no, it's like a whole thing. He's like, get out, get! He told me to get. Uh, yeah, so some people don't even yeah. know what's going on, yeah. and some do. And, God you know, even him. in California, you know, they're yeah. getting back to it slowly. But as a person that thrives off of being around people and, and crowds, it's just good mm -hmm. to see faces. It's good to see that energy. And, you know, I hope that we're getting closer back to the ways of norm. Of course, safety first, sure. but this just feels good. It feels you good. You got the kids vaccinated. You got the pills yes, coming. Yes. Oh, it's good. you know, I understand... You got you got you've been interviewing people yourself. You've yes. been dabbling in the interview game yourself yeah. on your show Heart to Heart over on Peacock. Yes. And my understanding is that you you usually offer your guests a little drink. I and, do. Uh, and I wanted to know, would you like one? I understand you're a fan of tequila. I, I have okay. Well, uh, you got some tequila for me? You want to help me? There you go, right there. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Take Don't threaten me with a good time. I'll take whatever you give me. There you go, right there. All right, here we yeah, go. Yeah, right and I'll be honest, you guys are way too comfortable. This is, like, yeah, you guys. It'll sterilize it. Yeah. It'll sterilize it. I there just you go. saw Steve put his hand on the ice. He put his yes. hand on my ice. Okay. 
Let's go. go. This is great, man. Fantastic. To you. How about this? To you. To, well, I'm doing it. I'm well, doing no, it. but I'm, I'm saying let's toast to you right now. Taste to toast to me. You're the guest. We got to toast. Do you want a little action? Yeah, give it to me. I'll take go. it. That's a keep away that's the scurvy. Definitely a, keep away the scurvy. Definitely right a there. hot batch of Delta there right go. there. I'm going to digest that. One, one to one. Um, <laughs> from one uh, talk show host to another talk show host. Here's to guests as good as Kevin Hart. My man. There you go. Thank you, sir. We have to take a quick break, uh, but don't go away. We'll be right back with more Kevin Hart, everybody. The Hargan women seemed to have it all. We were blessed. My mom was amazing. But detectives would soon discover... Inside the house, there were the bodies of two women. A story of betrayal you would struggle to believe if it wasn't true. I am just praying to God, this is a sick joke. From 48 Hours, this is Blood is Thicker, the Hargan Family Killings. Listen to Blood is Thicker, the Hargan Family Killings, early and ad-free on the 48 Hours Plus subscription on Apple Podcasts. Kevin, I got to ask well, you a question about your friend Dwayne Johnson. Sure. Real, real, real it's quick. going to get very honest. There, there. <laughs> We, we talked about this week. He, he made some news this week by saying that he has a habit of peeing in a water bottle while he's working out. Okay. Were you aware of this? Have you seen this happen in your, in your works out with Mr. Uh, Mr. Dwayne Johnson? Well, it's not news to me. He smelled like urine for years. Uh, Can you talk you know, to him? Because it, no, it makes no sense to me. The working no, out someplace no, that doesn't have at, a bathroom. At a certain point, you know when a person has a problem, he's dealing with something else. Um, you know, so this is compensating. Some, yeah, there were yeah. times on set where I was like, should we say something? And everybody was like... He's big. And I was like, yeah, that's, just let that's, it happen. That's just true. let it happen, man. Um, you know? uh, speaking of big, here you are on Men's Journal. There you yeah. are and your yeah. mighty biceps. Yeah. Right there. Woo! Yeah. Ow! Kind of doing this thing, though. You're kind of yeah. doing kind of doing the fist thing underneath the bicep. No, right? well, that's a real... Actually, this shirt here, I had trouble putting it on. That's about the bus. Uh, but you've always yeah. been fit. Here you are. This is a swim team. How old are you here? You know? uh, I am... I am... 13, 13 years old there. There you go. That's right. On That's right. Team. Yeah. Right yeah. there. <laughs> yeah. It just got rated R, didn't it, ladies? It got rated R. Now, yeah. as a teenager wearing a Speedo, mm -hmm. Did that help or hurt your social life? Uh, actually, I think that... It's that, very European. It's very well, that European. says confidence. There's nothing more confident than a, than a young black kid in a Speedo. By the way... Uh, <laughs> You guys probably think that that was with my swim team. No, that was on my class trip. Let me tell you, let me tell you, let me tell you how bad that is, okay? I'm gonna tell you how bad this photo is. So, we had a class trip. Uh, I went to George Washington High School, and I was on a swim team. So, on a swim team, your norm is a Speedo. These are the trunks you wear. Every guy is in a Speedo. Women are in tapered suits. We swim competitively. I did not know the world of other swimsuits or other trunks. I did not know the long trunk world exists. We get to my class trip, George Washington High School, and they go, yo, let's get in the pool. And in my mind, I'm like, oh, my God, I'm so happy I bought my trunks, but I got Speedos. I'm like... Yeah, let's go. And I get out there, and I'll never forget, everybody, it was the first time that I've heard a group say, what the do you have on? I, I've never, at the same time, at the same time, and I was like, 
like, where y'all? I remember, I remember going, where y'all Speedos at? Nobody, nobody else had on Speedos. That's my class trip. That's a great picture. Now, uh, two years ago, uh, when you were on, uh, actually, three years ago, since then, you, you were in a serious car accident. Yes, yes. And uh, any residual, or are you feeling right as rain? Uh, no, man, I'm great. I'm back to 100%. Very lucky to yep. be where I am. Uh, of course, the appreciation for life goes up 1,000% when you have any type of accident that, you know, could have caused terminal harm, like, to where it didn't have to be what it is now. And I understand that you, it sort of made you rethink your work-life balance. Absolutely. But it's, um, been, it's been a couple years. How, how do you keep that... How do you keep your... Your, your, your mind focused where it should be. Which I, gotta, is, uh, I gotta be honest with life. you. It's like, um, you know, right now, this is when the, the battle starts, right? Because after my accident, of course, I was shut down, I was home. Mm -hmm. And then after that, we got hit with the pandemic. And, you know, you're looking at a course of almost two and a half years mm -hmm. where I've been home. So the focus on my family was the priority. Uh, that understanding, absolutely, that's my These babies, that's right my here. tribe right there. there. The hard household. The hard household. Um, so, you know, I think for, for me, the, the thing was, I'm such a workaholic. I give a thousand percent to my craft, to my business, and it was understanding that I'm not matching that energy at home. How do I, how do I give that energy and make sure that that is going into them first and then the work second? I was doing it reverse. I was doing it work first, family second. And I think it takes a lot to check yourself, to understand where you're walking wrong and, and where you're taking uh, steps that aren't Aren't correct steps. So now that we're like getting back into the swing of things and I'm back at work, it's the mental of, okay, all right, we're back in it, you're hustling again, but we shut down for a week, let's go home and let's chill. Okay, you've been at it, make sure that you go two weeks and wife, kids, and you're prioritizing. So I think now when I'm able to make those bigger moves and bigger decisions, mm -hmm. uh, it's just making them feel like a priority. Not that I haven't before. Mm -hmm. In the pandemic, I just realized that I I could have done more and I missed a lot. I've never been home for that long. You know, as a comic, uh, you're gone every weekend. And I was gone damn near every weekend for 20 years of my life. Mm -hmm. So when you get to see what happens on Saturdays and Sundays consistently, the smile changes, the, mm -hmm. the heart beats a little different, uh, and your, your want and need for the love that comes with un, unconditional feedback of just you and your time. It's nothing else. I don't need anything else. I just want your time. That's what I realized. That's what I took from you. We have to take another break. We'll be right back with more Kevin Hart, everybody. Now you can feel like you're in the audience at the Ed Sullivan Theater with official Late Show with Stephen Colbert merchandise at ParamountShop.com. Shop t-shirts, mugs, accessories, and more, and Late Show Poncho listeners can take 20% off with code TLS20. That's 20% off at checkout on all Late Show products with code TLS20 at ParamountShop.com. Mr. Kevin Hart. Now, uh, you're a busy guy. Stand up, films, podcasts, uh, game shows, mm -hmm. inter interview shows. Mm -hmm. uh, now you're in a crime thriller uh, series on Netflix yes. called True Story. Yes. Uh, what's it about? Uh, true Story. True Story is me taking a step. You want to drink? I'll drink. Okay. 
I figured I would drink while you were talking, so I did. Uh, true story. True story is me taking a bigger step in the world of drama and thriller, right? Uh, in my career, everything is thought out. Everything is calculated. So I've baby-stepped my audience, my fan base, into me getting here. Upside, that was my first step. Fatherhood, that was a bigger step. True story is now much crazier, much wilder, uh, and a version of me that you would not expect to see. And the reason why I wanted to do this is because um, I'm at a point where I want to shake things up. I want to I want to do things that I haven't done, and I want to take my audience on a whirlwind and then bring them back to what they know me for and then take them on another one. I'm in control of my career. I produce, write, and create my own projects. I'm, so there's no comedy in this? There's no comedy at all. It's okay. dark. All right. It's very dark. Why is it dark? As a what? matter of fact, I should stop talking personable and I should go dark. Um, <laughs> this, this project is one... This, this project is one that I took on because I just felt there was a side of me that needed to be shown. Um, I think we all battle with mm -hmm. things, and I think the things we battle with, sometimes we have a, a tough time of letting those things out. Mm -hmm. This was my way of letting those things out and putting them on display. Right. So you don't know what the show's about? No, I don't. Um, I don't. I don't. Okay. I don't. Right. But it, it has is a lot murders, of... murders? Are there murders? Yeah, yeah there's a lot of murders. murders. Okay, there's a lot of murders. murders. I actually I developed a show by calling Eric Newman, who is the creator, writer behind Narcos, and I called him and I said, hey, I want to kill somebody. And, uh... <laughs> and Not get he, caught. Yeah, I just said, I want to kill somebody. He was like, you want me to help? And I was like, no. That's, <laughs> I was like, that's your personal business. I want to do a TV show based around that. Yeah. And we developed it, man. And it came out great. And we secured amazing talent around us. Wesley Snipes is my co-star. He plays my brother. He brings credibility to the project. Billy Zane, another. I mean, it's so... We have many. a clip here of you, and I think Wesley Snipes is in this, too. Do you know what's going on here? You guys are playing basketball? Of course I know what's going on here. You're the setup here? Anything you want me to set, to set it up? I, if, does it need being set up? Or I can it... set it up. <laughs> True story. Right now, uh, Kevin Hart, Wesley Snipes playing basketball. Right? Jim. Yeah. Here it comes. We outside, they had me against the gate, bro. Oh, Y'all still out here in these streets, huh? Yeah. What you doing out here? What you mean, what am I doing out here? I'm from here. It's my stomping ground. Y'all do know that, don't you? Yeah, okay. My city. This your city? Yes, this is my city. <laughs> Absolutely, this, this is this my man? city. Right. Oh, that's crazy. Oh. Hey, Carl, where was you at last night? Oh, me and Ken, me and Ken stopped in the old neighborhood. We hooped with some kids. Putting our story together. Follow me, come on. Hey, y'all taking pics with them cops, won't y'all take a pic with us? Come on, say less. Come on, let's take a pic. One time, get in here. Make sure you post it, though. I got you, I got you. Yeah, Matter of yeah. fact, tag me and I'll repost it for you. Bet. All right, there's yeah. some followers your way. Y'all talking to you hooping, what we doing? We hooping. We hooping? Yeah. Let's play a game. Two on two? Yeah, let's get it. Wow. 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 Before we go, I gotta ask you, I gotta ask you a quick question. I've heard you say that you, your goal, you want to be a billionaire. Okay. Okay. Mm -hmm. So if that is the case, if you become a billionaire, what will be your billionaire quirk? You know, some people like, <laughs> like some are going to space. Are you going to go to space? You're going to drill the center of the earth. What are you going to do? What is, what is going to be your billionaire? Like, because when people become billionaires, they become yeah, they're really white. weird. Yeah, but those are, those are, those are, those are white billionaires. Um, <laughs> I think, uh, yeah, I mean. So you're going to be more like Oprah. Yeah. You just become super nice? I, I will, I will, 
briefly, I'll just put it in context, okay? The reason behind the narrative of me wanting to become a billionaire, it's not about the financial side, it's about the story and meaning of how. Uh, where I come from, I'm not supposed to be where I am, I'm supposed to be a statistic. There's young kids that look like me that grew up in an environment where this is all it's supposed to be. If I can go back and shake those kids' hands and be proof that dreams can become reality, then that's a different meaning, it's a different feeling for them. The initiative and the narrative behind it is what opportunities get created off of my dream becoming a reality. That's what it is. It's another form of motivation and inspiration. So it's not about the tag. It's about the title that's attached to it. Where I come from, it doesn't happen. So if it happens, holy <laughs> dreams are real. Guys, you can do it too. We can make it. And do not let anybody tell you differently. I'm living proof that it can happen. That's what it is. That's a better rocket. That's what it is. That's Kevin, what it is. thanks so much for being I love here, you, man. man. Thank you so much. This has been The Late Show Pod Show with Stephen Colbert. Watch The Late Show with Stephen Colbert weeknights at 11.35, 10.35 Central on CBS and Paramount+. Plus. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram and subscribe to The Late Show on YouTube for exclusive content and more. Rise and shine, football fans. Start your day the right way with Morning Footy, a podcast that covers every aspect of the global game, headlines, match previews, analysis, interviews, culture, fashion, and plenty of banter. Join as we track the thrills and spills of Europe's biggest title races, the business end of the Champions League season, a summer packed with international competitions, MLS, NWSL, and much more. Subscribe to Morning Footy.